Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for Wednesday, December the 4th, 2019. So today we are going to read from Hebrews chapter 12 in the book that we're following, the Advent book uh, from the Foundry Publishing. It only gives the last few verses, but I'm going to read starting in verse 18 of Hebrews chapter 12. I think we need a little context in order to understand uh, what's going on here. You have not come to a mountain that can be touched and that is burning with fire, to darkness, gloom, and storm, to a trumpet blast, or to such a voice speaking words that those who heard it begged that no further word be spoken to them, because they could not bear what was commanded. If even an animal touches the mountain, it must be stoned to death. The sight was so terrifying that Moses said, I am trembling with fear. But you have come to Mount Zion, the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn, whose names are written in heaven. You have come to God, the judge of all, to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant and to sprinkle blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven? At that time his voice shook the earth, but now he has promised once more I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens. The words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken, that is, created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful, and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. In order to understand this passage, we kind of have to understand what this mountain that's being spoken of and the, the shaking is all about. Uh, Hebrews is drawing a line between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant and showing the similarities and yet the differences. And in this um, passage, what's being shown is that uh, there there was the first covenant that was sent by God. It was uh, used for a time. It served its purpose, but it was a covenant that was um, written on stone tablets. It was a covenant that involved the sacrificing of animals, and therefore it was not uh, a covenant. It was it was a lesser covenant, if you will, and I'm not sure I like to say it that way, but it was a covenant that was leading to something more, and that something more was Jesus. And in Jesus, we see that there is this new covenant. And Jesus' covenant, actually, the laws are written on our hearts, and death and sin and hell have been defeated in the cross. 
by the second Adam, who was obedient even unto his death, who took on all the sin of the world uh, into himself and died on behalf of, of all of creation and then rose again, defeating sin and death and hell. And so in this second covenant, this this covenant, uh, we haven't come to the old covenant, but it, that covenant even was was majestic. It was powerful. The people didn't even want to, uh, could not even step on the mountain because they would die. And Moses even said he was trembling with fear. And, and so all throughout Hebrews, we see that if that covenant had glory, how much more does this new covenant have glory? And, and it's talking about the shaking of the mountains and eventually the shaking of everything. And only what really matters, what the things that are important, uh, which I would say have to do with relationship, only those things uh, will survive. Um, and so in this new covenant, it's it's been... Uh, sealed in Christ's blood. We are we are made new in Christ and his blood and the passage here says which speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. And the warning here is to not refuse this new covenant, but to receive it and to be thankful. So as we're talking about being watchful this week, um there is definitely this idea of watching and receiving what God has done in Jesus Christ being attuned to the new covenant, living in new kinds of ways. And if you really want to know what some of those ways are, I I have my Bible at home that I keep open to the Sermon on the Mount. And you begin to read the the ways that Christ has called us to live. Uh, Receiving that new covenant, watching for it, and being thankful. Because really what we realize is this covenant is a gracious gift from Christ. I'm really learning more and more about this idea of thankfulness each day. I really have come to believe that really the the root of all sin and the beginning of sin in the garden is is ingratitude, if that's a word. It's the failure to be thankful. Adam and Eve were given everything they needed, and the only thing that they could focus on is the one thing they did not have, which was this fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And I also, as I live in this world, I see that much of our marketing and much of of the uh, commercials and things that we see on Netflix or TV or wherever we're watching our media, all that they do is stoke up this lack of thankfulness in our hearts. They they say, I need that. I need something more. Uh, one of my pet peeves is that Black Friday has actually encroached on the one day a year that we have set apart to give thanks. So we can't even give thanks for a full day before we realize we need more and more. We start shopping for Christmas. And, and I know sometimes there's really good deals there, and I don't necessarily begrudge people who Black Friday shop. But my just the whole picture of us not being able to stop for a full day and give thanks, that we always need more and more and more. And so I see that this is a real problem in our society, but I also see that even in the early church, there's these constant reminders to be thankful. 
in our little book today, there are two passages, this one in Hebrews, uh, about being thankful and receiving this new covenant, these new things that cannot be shaken. And there's also one from Colossians that says, devote yourself to prayer and be watchful and thankful. And uh, I told you, I think it was yesterday, that I've begun a little prayer book. And in the back of my book, I've created this section of just thanksgiving so that when I think of things that I have to be thankful for, I just write them down as well. Uh, Because I believe that as we begin to uh, be people who express gratitude and give thanks, that it reshapes us in new ways uh, to realize that really God is is all we need, Uh, that God has graciously given us all we need for this day to live, uh, to receive love and grace and mercy through His Son, Jesus Christ, and to even thrive in this world. And so as we express gratitude, what we realize is um, that, that God is the one resourcing us, both physically through giving us you know, the ability to work and things that we need, like food and clothes, but also God is the one resourcing us uh, in our spirit, that there's this living water that's welling up within us to eternal life. So today, uh, as we're being watchful this week, also remember to be watchful and thankful for all that God has done for you in Christ, offering you grace and mercy in this new covenant in the blood of Christ. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor, rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day.